The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Fill her up! You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. It's the Wild Goose Podcast! Oh, gee, gee, well, because Goose, as we were rolling in here. uh, Yeah, yeah. I just noticed there was a DJ on, and the, uh, a yeah. mass DJ Oh, well. wow. Almost kind of like the, uh, uh, what, what's the other guy's name? Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse, Dead Rat, whatever. <laughs> I had one of them in my house yesterday. <laughs> yeah, the cat care. brought it in. Good. Did Sammy bring that in? <laughs> Sammy brought, no, no, the kitty cat oh, brought that in. the cat brought it in. Yeah, okay. Mutilated it, and then just put it right on the table for us uh, to eat. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was it was delicious. I put some peanut butter <laughs> on that thing, it'll be delicious. It spawned its last record, and then... <laughs> And it came into the house, okay, and, that, and that was it, and Dead now, Mouse. Now we notice that, you know, I guess, well, this guy's the Mass Marauder. I'm not sure. It's almost kind of like a wrestling thing. Is it Mil Mascaris of You have to, you have to have a, a thing. You can't just be like a normal guy. Spinning a record. But then again, probably with the DJ thing, if you became a normal guy, mm-hmm. That would be your gimmick, almost kind. Of, no, I'm just rebelling saying, kind of, against this. We have the big hair metal and everything right, like right. that, and then when you come out and you don't wear hairspray, yeah, yeah. it makes you different, right? So you're doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. So you know everyone's wearing masks now, and then we just come out as like normal guys. It's like, oh wow, I've never seen this before. Right, you see right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. different. I just thought it might have been because they were hiding something from like work or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're they're moonlighting. <laughs> Witness protection plan, <laughs> maybe could, as well. Maybe that little mafia, who knows? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Now, let me get, you know what's so funny? I mean, well, I mean, because you know how like a lot of people make it stink about it. I mean, us, I'm saying musicians. Being a real, like, musicians, a real musician. Yeah, whatever. As, as they say. But right, what, I, yeah. what I'm saying is like, I never really get upset about this stuff just because no. entertainment is entertainment. Like, you like, put it this way. Being with the kids, I'd always have to take them to go see Barney. Yeah. And everything like that. And like people go, oh man, it's Barney thing. And they like take the piss out of it. And I go, right, right. no, the only thing you should be upset about Barney is the fact that you didn't create it. Yeah, right. And your bank account <laughs> would appreciate you that much more. But I'm just saying like, it's just so funny to me, like how I, I and I, trust me, I get it. You know, like how these arguments come up. Yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, they were saying, like, I guess it, it was a Coachella or one of these festivals. It was like, there was a, there was 120,000 people. Right. To see the DJ that was spinning like ACDC records. Amazing. Right? And when the real ACDC <laughs> played, there was only 80,000 yeah, right. yeah, exactly. to see them. Well, and I go, and it, like people go, this is absolutely mind, not mind numb, not blowing, mind numbing. Did, did they have a mask on though? That's I don't why. know if they were influenced by Neil Maskless, the <laughs> legendary the wrestler. Mask, back to the we know, the greatest. So, that I mean, but awesome. of the mass wrestlers. Exactly. Although he, I'm sure he was influenced by f- people so, that came before him. Yeah. Like we all are. Yeah. But uh, but the thing is this. I just, you know, like so, so I, one of my friends was like actually losing his mind. Just like, oh, this is ridiculous. He goes, the real, the real thing yeah, only right. has 80,000 people. And then it's, it's like guys spinning their records. Mm-hmm. Has one hundred twenty thousand people, you know, like yeah. forty thousand people more. Yeah, 
are there to see it. And I would just like, I, I like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. get into it, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I, no, I, I mean, but I understand like, you know, he, it, it, the frustration, like he right. was just like, this is a joke, man. And I just go, but at the same time, like no one cares. No. Nobody gives a shit. No, they but, don't. Well, how sexy was this DJ though? I, yeah. I didn't see the dancing. I you didn't see the saying? moves. Because but you have to have moves. But I mean, it is like you said, it's just it's just another form of entertainment. Totally. And art, because they're actually good at what they do. I mean, obviously to get to where they're at, they had to be better than the other DJs. Yeah, I, I mean like saying? like we were talking about, like when we listen to like you know, when we listen to Yacht Rock or like when we're in the sub and we're listening yeah. to music at the end of the night, whether we're listening to Mahavishnu Orchestra and we're just going, this is out of control, or right. we're listening to a player saying, baby, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, we will talk about how amazing the musicianship is mm-hmm. and how all these guys are silly, good, oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Baby I mean, got I'm, back. That was a good one. Without a doubt. Baby's got back. <laughs> 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 I don't remember them doing it, but I, maybe I do. I don't know. <laughs> Baby got back, right? It's it. It's awesome. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, I guess, a good one. But what the whole thing is, it's just like, it really is funny when people are just losing their minds, man. The musician, the musos. Yeah, I mean, like, even like the Millie Vanilli thing. Yeah. Like, Whatever. who cares? I'm exactly. just saying, like, really, at the end of the day, I mean, like, yeah. You go see the Eagles and like, you know, like they're killing it. And you know, everything up there is, is real. live. Right. They're and all if they, singing. If the, if the background vocals go a little flat or sharp here right. and there, it's live and it is yeah. what it is. And or you know, like when, if Ozzy's having a rough night, you know, yeah. and you, it's live. I get it. You know, people yeah. could go or, or my guitar goes out of tune it's, or whatever, you know. It's actually real. It's real. It's yeah. live. Or, it's you know, taped. if Oz couldn't hit certain notes or whatever, but the show's slamming, but yeah. like a couple notes, Oz is like, ah, you know, whatever, there's a clam here. Or like when we're doing a Black Label gig, if I'm at, you know, if I got a bit of a cold or whatever. What do you, you mean, know. Clam Fest? Oh, yeah, a Clam Fest. You know, <laughs> Black we, Label show? Yeah, we love seafood, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, Oysters, we love it <laughs> Clam bake. Yeah, it's a Clam Fest, but I mean, you know, which is every night when I pick up a guitar. But I mean, oh. but the thing is this, it's just like, I get it, that's a live show, and it's a rock show. Right, right. So I get it, but I mean, but the whole thing is, like when Millie Vanilli was doing her thing, and it's like people would leave that show, and if you interviewed them after the show, you go, "Excuse me, uh, sir, ma'am, I, I noticed you here at the show. The Millie Vanilli guy. Did you guys have a good time?" And it'd be like, "Oh my God, it was amazing. The right. dancing was out of control. Yeah. It was amazing. They sang so good. It was." Yeah. All... And I'm going, "They don't know. Th- that's all that matters. They Did you have care. a good time? Exactly. Yeah, we had a great time. And now we're going out for drinks with our friends, and we're gonna have a blast. It's that's like, it. it's like." You know, I mean, because I got some of my friends that would just like be punching holes through walls, and I'm like yeah. going, but like it doesn't matter. No, I go, that's it, they're there to see. It's that. entertainment. Yes, you know what I'm saying. That's that's it. Like yeah. wrestling, you know, 
Well, yeah, if anyone's going to lose their mind over wrestling, it is what it is. <laughs> when Hulkster lost, I, I was I was so upset. Oh, it was a brutal moment I, in my in little Jiro's house because yeah. of me being a warrior. Yeah, and that was the day he crushed Hulkamania. Yeah, it was. It, it, we were not. Oh. We were upset. Oh, it was a beautiful moment. But I mean, all the all the warriors rejoiced. And oh, Hulkamania. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was. It was a tearful day. It really was at uh at the at Jiro's residence. Yeah, that day. yeah. And at the Serbia Cup. Yeah, little Jiro was probably <clears throat> what maybe seven, yeah. six years old. Yeah, it just, it just crushed right. his uncle Zach's just rubbing it in, <laughs> and we're like. 29 <laughs> 52 <laughs> i guess so yeah but uh hell wins a win that's right suck it up but you're, you're entertained man you know what i mean that's what i'm saying totally. but like anybody losing their mind over wrestling <laughs> no but I'm, it's the same thing right i hear you it's just like what are you worried about exactly well i mean how everybody's losing their mind right now over over jake with all these fights with Jake oh, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this is a joke. Why did I go, yeah, but it's entertaining. They're totally entertaining. How much money are they making and bringing in? How many people are interested? That's what I'm saying. You know? I, I think it's great. I hear you. Father Castillo, Joey Castillo, Joey, you know, because shows are, we're, you know, we're all fight fans. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. talking about like whether it's Roberto Duran and right. and Leonard and Hagler, yeah, and, yeah. you know, Razor and, Ruddick and yeah, Tyson. Hearns and, you know, like all yeah. Roberto Duran and everything yeah, like yeah. that. So, like, we're talking about, you know, you're talking about boxing and stuff like that. You know, him, you know, I was just joke with Joey. He's the, he's the, the Burt Sugarman of, of yeah. Zach Sabbath. You <laughs> yeah, know what exactly. I mean? It's like, you know, Boxing historian, right? Yeah. We're talking about Jack Dempsey and mm -hmm. and all the guys. So, but you know, he like this has got him thoroughly disgusted. And I'm just, I love Jake Paul. I just think yeah. it's the greatest thing yeah. ever, just because it's just it, so annoying he and gets everyone, so pissed. oh, just driving everybody yeah. insane. So I, I just think, well, beat I just him. keep rubbing it in. Yeah, you know? right. beat him because it's like, yeah, it's hilarious. Right? Has he lost yet? No. Well, there you go. And well, I think the one was a draw. It was. It came out right. a draw. The last fight he had, and then now when they fought <laughs> the second time, then he knocked them out. There so you, you know, I mean, so yeah, and I mean, but the guys he's fighting are chumps. I mean, these guys are like, they're yeah. MMA guys, right? Mind you, wow. they're not professional boxers, but he, you know, Jake doesn't claim to be a pro boxer either. He's just yeah, like, yeah. no, I enjoy boxing and everything like that. But uh -huh. I'm fighting guys that actually do have skills. Yeah, but I mean, but it's driving people insane. Like I the mean, purists. the comments. Yeah, I, I know. The boxing purists. It's the same thing. Like when I was at Berkeley, the Jazzers, the purists, they hated the rock thing. It's just everybody's got to hate on something, man. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't know. It's, I I just think it's pretty hilarious. It's hysterical. Like, Daniel like said, Cormier I mean, said he DJ would thing, not God, trade God bless him. you. You know, if that's then don't go. Yeah. Change the channel, man. Yeah. I'm just saying. I hear you. you. You don't have to fucking watch it. You can just put on whatever you want. Yeah. The put on Barney. Yeah. Put on <laughs> Barney. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. <laughs> I love Barney. But yeah, I just, I think it's, it's, it's pretty hilarious. But I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, for the real musician guys, I, I, but I get it. You know, you're like, how's this guy, you know. Right. How's he feeling? This guy owns stadiums. several houses. I know. This guy owns cars, and I'm like, you know, I can't yeah. even pay my light bills. You know what I mean? Uh, I know how to play, but I mean, they found a niche, man. And, and how many? Well, it's just like the pep million, rock. Millions of you kids. Know, it's just like how this guy find? You know, it's just like well, <laughs> or, or just like you know, we went to culinary school, and you know, our, one of our buddies is just still struggling at the restaurant. He's like, man, I smoked JD and Zag at, at culinary school. I, I you know, they. They were just hacks when we were there at school. Yeah, I yeah. go, yeah, but we came up with Hooters. 
Exactly. That's you have to have something different. Or just have something that good people want. Totally. Like that everybody would totally go to like Hooters. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like any any of my, you know, any of our jazzers or any of our buddies that are just pure shred shredaholics. It's mm-hmm. just like like the look at CC DeVille or Poison, I go, but they have something. They people have something en- that people want. People enjoy. That's right. It's like McDonald's. Whatever. Without a doubt. You know, why are there so many of them? No, and we're sitting here, we have a high-end steakhouse, and we're yeah. like, look at these guys. I know. You know, and it's like, well, you should have came up with the cheeseburger joint. Yeah, right? Totally. Or, or just, you know, have the steakhouse on the side, but yeah. make sure you come up with the- Something that more people want to go to. Yeah, that, you know, that, that you'll, that'll clog your veins. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Artery clogging the light. Colon clog the light. Just call it that, yeah. Colon clog the light. Is that the catchphrase or is that the name? Yes, that's a special. <laughs> is that a special? <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> it clogs the anus and brings up the- uh, Yeah. <laughs> and the arteries as well. It's kind of like a modium. It just stops everything, right? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then we have the shake, the liquid Drano shake. Uh, <laughs> we, barium animal shit or yes. whatever. So oh, it's, good. It saves you at the same time. <laughs> so you, you should probably order both. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And be safe. If I you're going to get the colon cloud, yeah. make sure you order our shake. Yeah. <laughs> the Roto Rooter. <laughs> exactly. Even it all out. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Heavily. So how so so back to the DJs. <laughs> the meal mascaris of DJ. But uh No, it is it is a but hey, like man. you said, people enjoy it. So I what's know. the problem with no, it? I don't care. I mean, really. They're they're doing what they love and, and millions of kids love that shit. I mean, I think it's a lot to do with the drugs and shit they're on. You know what I mean? Well, I mean the best was the best was with, with Oz. I remember when we when when I uh, first joined the band where we were over and uh, working on the, the No Rest for the Wicked. Mm-hmm. Me and Phil and Randy went down to mm-hmm. a uh, down to a down to a club because we were in Brighton. So I think right. we might have went down to a bar down there or we drove into London. But I remember we went to some club and it was the first time I, I realized what was going on. You know, we were at some like rave club or dance club type right. thing. And uh, <laughs> I was like, guys, you want to <clears throat> you want to a Heineken or a Bex or, you know, a Jack and Coke or whatever, yeah, you yeah, know, a yeah. vodka and cranberry, whatever. So all I remember is I went up to go get us drinks and everybody in the place was drinking water. Yeah. And I had no idea. I was like, water? Yeah. Who drinks water at a bar? <laughs> Drug or, or a club? <laughs> like, like, what are we doing yeah, here? The whole point is to get hammered. So, I mean, yeah. they were just like, and they were like, no, jackass, you have no idea what's no. going on. They're already... They're already about 600 drinks ahead of you. Without a doubt. And so that's what I realized with the whole ecstasy thing and everything. Yeah. No, but that's why I guess the rule is yeah. don't be drinking booze if you're, if if you're, you're taking ecstasy or whatever it is. But that's I, how I got my girlfriend, by the way. <laughs> uh, that's how I got Barb. She's still chained up in the basement. <laughs> oh, my and heavily God. sedated. She doesn't even know we have kids yet. <laughs> to be with you, she definitely has to be sedated. <laughs> she she has girl. no idea, doesn't Poor know what Barb. black label is, doesn't <laughs> know we cares. have four children. <laughs> Oh, she cares about the kids. You and Black Label, not so much. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> it is so funny. Sometimes I just I, I go, if you didn't know me, <laughs> I'm just trying to picture like us being at a club. Right. And I just come over to like, buy you a drink because I think you're hot. Yeah. 
I got a feeling this ain't panning out. I think she'd give you her keys to park your car. To park <laughs> yeah, I your think car. she would. <laughs> no, yeah, not. To, is this the keys to your room? No, it's the keys to my car. You can't park it, pal. <laughs> That's about <laughs> Without it, a right. doubt. Without that, a doubt. That would be that one. I really think so. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. She could say whatever she wants, but I, I without a doubt. Well, now, yeah. Well, have her come to a black label show. She would go, now, <laughs> out here. first off, she wouldn't be impressed. That would just be right there. Like, definitely don't want to get involved. <laughs> well, this is the main attraction here. So, of course, now she, she goes, I don't want in this ride. I don't want this product. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> I'll pass. That's I'll pass. It. Respectfully pass. Put that on back this. on the shelf. <laughs> exactly. I'm still shopping. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think... Well, I, I I don't know. I think I think there's more choices, but then again, you know, like I was just thinking about the DJ thing we were watching when we came in here. Like, I mean, this has been going on the DJ thing with Studio Fifty Four forever, back years. in the seventies, and like we years. talked about that before. Yeah. Everything kind of has that four year that high school yeah, shelf right. life. Exactly. I'm Disco. saying whether it's Van Halen, you know, like lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Whereas, or, you know, and that it had that four-year shelf life, and then then everything just starts changing. Fashion, the world, you know, like yeah. the 50s. You had, you know, Amer- you know like the movie American yeah. Graffiti. Yeah. You had the Hot Rods and everything like that. And you had Doo-Wop. Yeah. And Chuck Berry and Elvis. And, and it, it all evolves into something and else. And then it kind of, by later. the end of the 50s, we're moving at 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, 60. It yeah. started, everything started like, wow, you still listen to that stuff? Or like, you still wear that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, and it's funny. Within cause five years, you know? like up, Without up a, a doubt. Period. I mean, yeah. like, I look at, like, when you look at the, evol- I mean, hair metal. I mean, because we were so entangled in that. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, it started... From the 70s, mid, late 70s, you had the glam stuff and everything with yeah. the layered hair started coming in, then the hairspray. But I mean, at least even though Keith Richards had a shag, yeah, and then, you know, then we, yeah, St. Baby. Rhodes had the shag, and then, but when you look at Van Halen coming in, they, they spawned that whole thing. But I mean, yeah. but they still look timeless. Like when you look at early pictures of Van Halen, yeah, yeah. and then you look at pictures of St. Rhodes, he still looks timeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like a time no, piece. No, no, because they didn't have the massive big hair and yes. all this other bullshit. It, it still looks that, timeless. Whereas that people like, will put to a time, like you're saying, you know what I mean? Yes, when, when the, but as soon as the early 80s came rolling in, and mm-hmm. then forget about it, by the time 85, and then even when, when I first started rolling with the boss... The hair was completely poofy and everything. Oh yeah. Whereas it really is a timepiece. Without you know, a doubt. And and after yeah. Guns and Roses stopped after yeah. after Sweet Child of Mine is when it kind of yeah because there was no more poofy right, hair because the beginning he was you know totally yeah poofed in the beginning out. it was still the big hair I mean everybody I mean Pantera yeah you know no what I'm in saying? the beginning but yeah. and then after that then they then it they just went down yeah then then they found where they. Where really, where the yeah. direction was and what we're gonna be, and then it was like, all right, well, we don't need that anymore. Yeah, but I mean, but the thing is, uh, yeah, it's just it's just a it just morphs into other things. But like yeah. it, like you're talking about, like that DJ thing, it's been around forever. Yeah, I mean, it's just like like you look That's, at these rave clubs. I was just like watching that video. I go, this is no different than Studio Fifty Four. Really? What's the difference? Everybody, the music's cranking, the yeah. lights are going, everybody's Except for now, they're taking partying. Studio 54 all over the country and the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah. I, I think, and the same thing with Studio 54, if it would have kept going, <clears throat> yeah. and it's still there, 
It would be what's going on now, and then they would have like, you know, yeah, Friday nights would shit. be yeah. 1979 night. You know what I mean? It was 1978 yeah, yeah. retro night, and yeah. like everybody comes down there dressed like the 70s, crank everything that was going on in yeah. 1978, right? And everybody's having a good time. But you know, you have like theme nights. But mm -hmm. I mean, but they would just go with the. You just change with the times. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, because so, everything move. Yeah. It moves fast, man. It's crazy. Like that you said, that four-year period, it goes by like that, and then you're on to the next thing, you know, just like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's pretty much four years is like a high school span. Yeah. It's like a good run <laughs> for a big successful thing. Four years, I mean, that's, that's yeah, pretty I good. mean, like, nothing but that, you look for at, like, when Cream came in and the whole, you know, how, like, how you had rap rock yeah. and everything, when that became really popular, yeah. we had the riff, and then... You have a guy rapping, and then it's a chorus. Yeah. So that was, like, kind of the formula for a little while. But, like, everybody started doing it. Yeah. Just like how in the late 60s, after Cream came out, everybody's like, it's high-energy, yeah. aggressive riff, blues yeah, yeah, riffs. Yeah, exactly. And, and, like, everybody started doing it. You know, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, it's Cream, then you have Mountain, then you yeah. have... Zeppelin, then you yeah. have Purple, Sabbath, and, and, you know, and then it just keeps going. You have Cactus and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's just like... Nothing but riffs. Yep. No chords. No. All riff. riffs. And heavier guitar sounds. Yeah. You know, than the 60s, you know, than it was. Totally. You know, you know Jimmy, I guess, was... Well, who was the first, really? Like you said. Cream. Yeah. Flat out. Sunshine of Your Love, I, I have to say, is the first heavy metal riff of yeah. all time. Cream started it all. Yeah. Like we said, we you know, your Sabbath songs. No, and not only that, Cream had that. all the improv, too. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm just saying... Because improv was big back then. Of course. But if you really look at it, I mean, and it, and it, that was the big thing from the late 60s, early 70s was just improv. Yeah. Stretching out jams and totally. then the Allman Brothers and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, even when we were kids, you know, growing up in the <clears throat> 70s, I used to look at the record and if it was an eight minute song, that was the one I wanted to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially back then, we wanted the live records because it was just more jams. You know what I mean? Nowadays, yeah. I, I'm the opposite. I like, I want to just hear the studio right no, As much as I love listening to like, since I've been loving you, you know, what's that? I mean, Jimmy yeah, Page yeah. is killing it on the live records. Uh -huh. Like, I'm just trying to picture, you know, I'm saying even tonight, Soundgarden trying to do a blues jam. I yeah, just forget nah, about it. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's. No, I'm saying that no matter how good it was and Kim is killing it or whatever, yeah, yeah, it, it, just, it just like. It doesn't I, fit in. It's a square peg in a round people's hole. People's attention you know? spans are gone. No, definitely. I, I'm saying in order for them to be still, I mean, at Madison Square Garden, six nights playing blues, yeah. you know, like a 12-minute jam. I, I know. Drum solo. 10, 15-minute yes. drum solo. Half hour drum yeah, whatever exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was father, father's lows, Neil's lows. How he tells me he said he was shooting Zeppelin at the forum or something like right. that. He said, uh, came back into the they were all back and he was doing Bonzo's, you know, yeah, two hour and 28 minute <laughs> drum solo, yeah. and the concert was two hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> 228 was Bonzo He's crushing. still playing it. Still going. <laughs> now, fortitude on this man. People are leaving. Nobody said he, so he said he goes back into the green room yeah. in the catering or whatever. Everybody's back there. The band, everybody. Everybody's back there drinking, Partying. eating chips, hang, hanging out. Just hang. And Robert peeked his head in and he said he was like, what's the matter? 
No one likes the drums so loud. <laughs> but yeah, but like you said, though, these half-hour drum solos, half-hour oh, guitar solos, what I mean, but that that's what was in, and everybody did them. That's what was in, totally. Everybody did And it was all new, you know, and especially that whole explosion. It was so exciting. No, but then, like you said, you know? then you look at Mahavishnu, then you look at, that's 1969-70, yeah. and then you have that, then you yeah. have Yes, then you have Gentle Giant. Then you have, like, I'm saying the whole prog movement. Yeah, yeah. ELP, mm -hmm. everything. Well, yeah. I'm talking where you've yeah. got to have chops at this point. Yeah, that, definitely. I mean, these are cats that Because they play. were listening to jazz and bebop and fusion, you know? Yeah, without, without a doubt. doubt. But I mean, but, but the, I mean, but like I said, that explosion of fusion lasted, and then you had Return to Forever. Yeah. You had the Dixie Dregs and everything, and then- you know, Pontiff Al was making his solo records. Yep. That let it, so it lasted pretty much. I mean, he was doing a race with Devil in seventy seven, right? Seventy, and then King Edward is coming out at the same time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and actually, Pat Martino has an album called Joyous Lake. It's in insane shredding. He was jazz, uh, unbelievable. But I mean, like of chops, silly yeah, chops. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you had between those three records of insanity. insane insanity. musicianship yeah, of yeah. like such a silly level forget it and but what i'm saying is so like and yet that just led into the 80s when you really think about it like everybody had to up their game mm -hmm. and they forget about it i mean after you know then you have saint rose and then after ingve yeah. exploded yeah and when that meteor hit the planet, <laughs> everybody even stepped up the game more <laughs> that was <laughs> crazy clancy derek serenian well, yeah, the Burbank chapter. Guys, now you, now you have people like Tosin Abazi, who's like, fuck. Without a doubt. And five, well, Tosin's later on. But what I'm just saying is like, we were saying when Ingbe hit. It, it was, it was like a meteor. Derek, Derek, was, said, Derek said they opened up wards at Berkeley, because you were there with them. Mm -hmm. They o had wards opened up with all the box stuff, and then after that, Paganini stuff, and everything yeah. like that. He Just because everybody. of him. Totally. He was a massive influence on the world. And, you know, people mm -hmm. hate him, love him, whatever. We love him. And he inspired a whole generation. Oh, it's undeniable. And a whole genre. Yeah. I mean, Richie Blackmore and, and Uli was doing it. You know, they and were now. doing it. And, and, and Randy, you know, the classical yes. in, the kind of thing. You know, but then when Ingve came out, it was kind of oh, that's, that's a whole nother level, yeah, yeah. though. I mean, oh. that's just that's that's all in. When when I heard Steeler for the first time, I, it was like I thought it was Al Demiolo because it started with the acoustic and then he busted into the electric and it was like Eddie, like even faster and crazier and insane. Yeah, like, no, and, it, and Gus G clean. Gus G clean. That's, that's <laughs> what we, in the studio when Zach, he's getting a little sloppy in there. I said, come on, buddy. It ain't Step Zach. it up. No, pick it up a notch. <laughs> Gus G clean. That's, that's, you, that's when you know you've got the tape. That's right. <clears throat> But um, yeah, he really he made his mark, man, for sure. And even other bands, then like like I I mean Priest Tipton, he kind of you know he upped his game, I think. Of all of them, yeah, you know after Ingve came and out. Tony, yeah. Well, I mean that, that, Tony was before that, but I mean I'm saying like I'm saying Tony's playing on Heaven and Hell and Mob mm -hmm. Rules. Yeah, yeah, everything definitely just, it evolved more. Yeah, it got more chops. Well, that's because Ed came out, I think that, too. Yeah, and, without a doubt. I mean the game was changing. Yes. It was really getting technically in, insane. But, I mean, it already, like you said, it already was. I mean, <clears throat> but in rock, not so much. 
the fusion thing for sure with McLaughlin and Al and all, you know. Yes. And everybody, you yeah, know. Yeah, Race with Devil was oh, already, that's 77. Yeah. yeah. Which is ridiculous. Totally. So, and then when Eddie came out, it was, you know, that was the meteor. And then, you know, Ingve was the later meteor. But when Eddie came out, man. But like you said, the 80s was... If you if you, we owned a guitar magazine in mm-hmm. the '80s, oh, we have it. we don't have have to worry about who we're going to put on the cover this month. Exactly, there was I mean, 20, oh, 20 people. There was a ton of amazing mm-hmm. players then. You know, between Vivian Campbell, uh, Warren D. Martini. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying you had George Lynch. Was, you know, uh, yeah, George Lynch, a ton of massive, Randy, amazing Eddie, guys. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> everybody was just slamming. You know. No, totally. And it was definitely a special time, you know, and it's obviously everything, like we said, moves on and changes and evolves, you know. Well, I I think, you know, just like with anything, it's just like that it it runs its course and then we're on to the next thing. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. But it's just like, uh, like you said, it's like that high school lifespan. Yeah. And like you said, if it it, it goes past four years, then that's like really a good run. Yeah, if you could have really a good success in that time, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, like nothing. Even even I mean, professional wrestling, when you really think about it, like we'd have to say number one of all time would have to be the Hulkster. Oh, without a doubt. Be in regard to his run. Before it gets wears out, it's welcome, yeah. and people are just over. I mean, already. he spanned decades. Hulk Hogan yes. still gets pops. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but but I'm I'm talking about <clears throat> the when he first hit his incarnation of, you know when when he finally found Hulk Hogan. I'm talking with the yellow shorts before Hollywood Hogan before he yeah. had to evolve. No, where where it's just like I got to come up with a new stick because yeah. this people are I can't keep hitting them with the same thing yeah. all the time because people are getting over it. But I'm saying the take your vitamins and say your prayers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Where my my nephew little Jiro, uh, Jiro probably through his whole childhood into his teenage years, the Hulkster was there. Right. With the same shtick. Yeah, without a doubt. Before he changed. Mm-hmm. What, so what I'm saying is that is an amazing run. I mean, because I'm a warrior guy. The warrior hit, you know, was like, it was 85, 86, 87, and then 88 is when it started yeah. finding its niche. And then it was 89, and then 90 was against Hogan. Yeah, and that was the pin. And then it was really. 91, and then after that, it was kind of done. Yeah. Well, and again, I mean, people loved Hulk's personality, you know, and that's a big thing. I mean, people loved the Warrior, too, but I don't know if they loved him as much as the Hulkster. No, I I, I mean, you know? I loved him just because of the energy and the whole yeah. thing and just, you know, the warriors and all the and the parts unknown and everything. I, you know, I loved his character and everything like that. But I yeah, mean, totally. But the, the, you know, and his whole thing, face all your challenges and all, you know, the, yeah. the challenge and everything like that. And just like he he <clears throat> fears nothing, you know what I mean? So just like just destroy and conquer. So, I mean, the whole thing is that, that I love that aspect of the whole thing. But like you said, the... The the hoax run was oh totally it, it was insane how long it lasted that. before totally. he actually had to change the shtick yeah and and remember then he was a bad guy for a minute yeah you know? which was great I yeah. mean I'm the saying NWO. for him to evolve the character yeah yeah because so, he had a change yeah and he had to get and he got a he got a good lifespan out of that it's like Fonzie still still hanging out at Arnold's 
Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but we, the same thing. We talked about that. Remember, it was just like everyone had grown up. Yeah, yeah. Richie, Richie <laughs> had a successful business. He, and he's gone. He's married, has kids. <laughs> no, like, Ralph, like everybody's moved on. His own successful business. So Fonzie bought Arnold's. But no, Fonzie, no, he didn't even buy Arnold's. He still lives at the Cunningham's. Oh, well, but he upstairs. bought Arnold's. Remember him and uh, Al? Did they buy? It? Yes, they oh, were man. partners. Come on, I was out by then. <laughs> and anybody's still living in above the garage at the Cunningham's. And that was that after the shark. The Fonzie. After you jumped the shot. Oh, that was the, that, and that and that claim. There you go. Just think about think about the impact of Jaws because we're both Jaws. I guys. hear you. It Wait, even Jaws was there. so massive. It went, think it about it the impact there. of Jaws. The fact that me and JD couldn't sit on a toilet bowl for yeah. <laughs> it actually it came up just recently. To, you know, I'm turning 55 today. It wasn't until my 52nd birthday that I was able to sit on a toilet again. <laughs> exactly. So that's how that's how much this movie actually. It was horrible me. going over his house. Let me tell you, man. It, it was shit every, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> but the whole thing is this. But the thing is this: a movie so massive, it actually impacted Evil Knievel doing a jump. I hear you. And Happy days yeah. involving jumping over sharks. I know. That's the impact. <laughs> he was amazing. It would be great if it was on like <laughs> Days of Our Lives. Yeah, yeah. Everything like that. But then even Saturday Night Live, you had Land Shark. Oh, totally. So that was, was the best, man. He was <laughs> the <great>. Land Shark. <laughs> Land Shark. <laughs> Candy Graham. <laughs> uh, uh, flowers. I no, I never ordered flowers. <laughs> and he's still he's, so he's great. making up whatever excuse. Uh, exactly. But think about it, he infiltrated Silent Live. But I'm saying Every, that movie, everything. the power. It really was amazing. Without a doubt, <clears throat> man. And the time, you know, back then it was just But like world. we were saying though, like happy days, like it it ran its course. And then and they then had like, a change. Well, what are we supposed to do with the show now? I mean yeah. the kind of the Right. The fifties are over. Yes. We have to get into the 60s now. And also, yeah, the whole cast is getting Oh, older. my we God. Can't, By we the can't end, make, I didn't even know anybody. Yeah, like Joni started off as a as the, the teenage Little, sister. Yeah. And now she's a grown woman. How yeah. are we supposed to? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How are we supposed it's to? not like, like a cartoon where it can stay the same. You know? Yeah, it's like fucking, we can't act like she's still in high school. Yeah, right. We have to make this strip now. And then she became the main character, basically. Well, then they had Joni and Chach. Yeah, Joni loves Chach. But I'm saying, like... Like you said, I mean, like, how long? How long did actually Happy Days last? Four, well, five years? No, it was more than that. Definitely, man. Oh, without a doubt, it no, probably less than a decade. But I'm saying before we have to start, right, right, bef here. right before exactly the the meteor, like the massive effect of eleven. It, it was down for eleven years, but the first five, six years is really where it was massive. And yeah, where no one's re no one's really changing was what I'm right, saying. Exactly. For five, six years we almost right. we, we the we setting stay, is still right. Arnold's right. and the living room at the Cunningham's yeah. and Fonzie's room yeah. above the Cunningham's house. Yeah. So what I'm just saying is like after a while it's like, you know, it's nineteen seventy two now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like <laughs> Right. You know, like, what are we supposed to do? It's still, you know, right. we're still going to live like right. Fonzie's 50, he's still beating up bullies yeah, gray in hair. high school. <laughs> now he's, he's, still getting he's getting arrested for beating up kids. <laughs> 63 years old. <laughs> still hitting the still hitting the jukebox. Yeah, right. Fonzie, you got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Fonzie's 63 years old. <laughs> he's doing 5 to 10 for beating up a 14-year-old. <laughs> He was fucking with Spike. <laughs> but he's still dressed exactly the same. Exactly. 
the cuffs rolled yeah. up. The everything, yeah, the the, the jeans. Yeah, the Spike's boots. got three kids at this point. <laughs> yes, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh uh, man. Well, we'll take a break and we'll be right yeah. back with some more uh, useless content and some not a show of no absolutely zero nutritional value. Zero. Wild goose. 